Good, good morning, afternoon, or evening. What a truly beautiful day it is. Wherever you are, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am your humbled host, Tony Serrano, and this is the PhD in Me. Welcome back. So if you missed last week's episode, go check it out right now. I talked about the five steps for achieving the career that you desire and deserve. For today's episode, I am late, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm so, 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 so sorry. But if you guys can't tell, my voice is slightly different. Maybe you can't tell. Maybe you can. Um, Unfortunately, we got sick as a family. And uh, of course, of course, our first reaction, oh my gosh, we got COVID. How do we get COVID? We've been sheltering in place. What is happening? We have a high immune system. We started like freaking out. We're like, why are we sick? And long story short, it's just the cold. It's not even the flu. <laughs> it's not even like any crazy thing. We don't have strep throat. It's, it's literally just a little common cold. So, but... But, 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 um, something happened and it freaked us out. I was scared. This is probably the most scared that I've ever been in my entire life. And I've gotten in trouble by my parents. So, like, (laughs) this trumps all of those times that I got in trouble. Um, I was so scared, guys. And, um, just to give you a little quick update. So for the last, I want to say like six days, even since last week. Yeah, like I had like fire episodes and then I started to feel a little weird. So then I went running and I started like eating more veggies than normal. But anyways, I still got the common cold. And really what it is, is literally just a runny nose. Like that's all my symptoms are, but it's enough to really like change my voice and um, make me uncomfortable. (laughs) But our son, so our son got it, and the first couple days, he's a champ. Like, he hasn't, it's, he's over 13 months now, and um, he hasn't never really gotten sick at all. He had one fever for one night, like, way back when, and he only had it for one day. So it was just kind of like this weird one-day fever, but he's never been sick. So this is the first time he was sick and he was doing such a good job. He was eating, drinking lots of fluids, like it was all good. And then the last four days, he's been having fever. It like just all of a sudden, we literally thought we were like, we went to bed one night and I told Angel, I said, okay, babe, when we wake up tomorrow, it's over, you know, like we're going to be okay. We're going to be healthy again. And we weren't... (laughs) So he had fever and we were so, we started to worry like, oh my gosh, does he have the flu? Um, Does he have COVID? Like, how did he get it? You know, we've been really extra diligent, washing our hands, all these things. So long story short, we were giving him like, I really, really hesitate to give any medicine or to even go to the doctor's butt. Um his fever started to get over a hundred. So we started to give Tylenol and Motrin and kind of like traded off with those. And then, um, literally the scariest moment of my life happened. 
literally this morning, like technically it's yesterday. And I was like freaking out, but I know that if your child is is having any pain or is suffering in any way, the worst thing you can do as a parent is to also freak out. So I was freaking out, but I couldn't like show it to him. I was just consoling him and singing and tapping his back and cuddling him, you know, but I was freaking out because he woke up crying. Angel picked him up and then Angel was like, babe, he's shaking shivering like was he doing this with you earlier because we've been um up like all night just taking care of him because every like 30 minutes every hour he'd wake up just crying crying because I was thinking that he had like body aches and I guess Angel said that he was shaking and I was like what do you mean no he wasn't shaking with me the last time I put him down so then we, we took him, and he was screaming, screaming. And so we took him to the bathroom, and we turned on the lights, and he was blue. He was so blue. His lips were so blue, like past the point of, you know when they start to get a little purple or pale when you're dehydrated? Like, no, his his lips were blue, guys. And his skin, his skin was like, imagine like a marbled look where it's kind of like veiny and webby and it was all blue and his his skin was hard like he was hard and tense like his muscles were were like locked in position and he was literally shaking and crying and I was like freaking out inside because I'm like dude is my baby in shock right now like what the heck do I do so like of course as soon as we realized what was happening with him, we literally, like, I went in my PJs, Angel went in his PJs, I just, I didn't even have a bra on, y'all, like, that's how serious it was, we just, and, you know, I won't say that one thing, because it's on record, but (laughs) we got to the hospital as fast as we could, and, um, I took him in, and because right now it's COVID, so only one adult can go in at a time, and there's, like, really no visitors allowed, so I went in and he, you know, he had a fever of 104 and I was just like freaking out like, oh my gosh, he has COVID. And, you know, I started to like melt down inside. But of course I had to remain really calm and explain to the doctors and, you know, the check-in process. I don't know if you've ever checked into the ER, but no matter like what's happening, they still got to go through insurance and you still got to go through like all these questions and you know it takes you a minute to actually get to the bed but once we got there um they came and they did all the swabs and just gave him some motrin and um we waited for the test to come back and we just rested luckily by then he wasn't blue anymore um he started to get all the oxygen back and I guess then they realized <clears throat> that it's a it was a febrile seizure. And apparently a febrile seizure is when you get to a fever really high like it spikes really high. So when he went to bed, he had no fever and I would check on him like he went to bed at 8. I checked him at like 10, then at midnight, then at 3. 
And then that's when he woke up at five with Angel. So he had no fever at three. We actually even went downstairs. We had water. Like I know it's fluids are so important, especially for an infant. And so, you know, he had water and he had a good meal. He was eating. He's been eating. That's why, guys, I was so freaking out because I was like, we're doing everything that I ever know to do. And then when the doctor told me he had a seizure, I was like, what? Like, and then she explained it. So basically, from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m., his he went from no fever, so like 90 degrees, to 104. And I guess that in happening in such a short amount of time can trigger a seizure and the doctor said like from six months to five years old it's super normal for infants and children to get seizures when they get fevers so i guess that put me a little bit more at ease but still like i don't think you understand how it feels to hold a baby having a seizure I literally thought he was gonna die and it was so unexpected and so blindsided because he was a little sick we all were a little sick but he was eating and he was playing and he was still like yeah he was sleeping more than usual but I just didn't expect him to go so far so fast I was so blindsided. I literally thought that it was over. And I was just... I was just freaking out. And I was so, so scared. Because I love that little guy, you know? So that's what happened. And then the test came back. So he didn't have the flu. And he did not have strep throat. Um, like all of his vitals were fine. At first, Angel thought maybe it, maybe he could be a diabetic type one and maybe he had low blood sugar because, you know, Angel was an EMT. So he knows like he was trying to troubleshoot on the way to the hospital what could have caused the seizure and low blood sugar was one of the ones that came to mind. But none of our families have type one, you know, so, you know, and then I asked at the hospital, but they said, you know. It probably wasn't that. It's more of the fever spike. And then I was asking, I was like, um, and then they ran another test and they said, oh, you know, your son, he actually has an ear infection. And then I was like, what's the correlation between a common cold and an ear infection? And they like couldn't explain what happened. But I didn't know this and I started doing more research but a common cold, they have slightly similar symptoms to a flu, but they don't have fever. And so I was so confused when he got the fever, but then the doctor told me that the reason he got the fever is from an ear infection, not from the cold. So, you know, when your immunity is low, that's why you are so susceptible to catching other things. And then it all made more sense so you know we got the antibiotics for his ear and it and then he doesn't really have a fever right now like he's doing so well so i don't know i just that's why i was late and i you know i've been taking care of him angel and i have been taking care of the baby so you know 
you guys know my top priority is my family. Like, I'll drop everything. Like, I'm ride or die for them. So I wasn't even thinking about podcast or anything. Like, I was just thinking about my family. So, yeah, I guess that's like a really quick life update. It seems like he's really cool. I'm fine now. Like, it really was just a little cold. And what's crazy is that I haven't been sick in years. So I was actually surprised. But I think, honestly, with COVID happening, it kind of, like, makes us more, you know, because we're, like, trying to wash our hands and you antibacterial wipes and like only angel goes to the store and then he like showers when he gets home you know we've taken extra precautions so then i think because for whatever reason that we were afraid to get sick then we got a little sick if that makes any sense and then a little side note at the er so initially when i got there we got there at like 5 30 in the morning so it seemed dead it seemed quiet like there was not a lot of beds full but then once we started to leave or you know it was around 10 30 when we left so we were there for a minute and i didn't realize that on the other side of the er there was three covid pop-up white isolation tents and i didn't realize how close we were and i didn't know that people had it in that hospital like this is the reason that I didn't want to take him into any type of medical facility because his immunity was already low and I was just hesitant to bring him where he could possibly get more exposure so that's the reason we were just self-medicating at home and just letting it ride out but you know when your son or anyone wakes up and they're blue and just crying and they're shaking you just at that point you just gotta go so so anyways um when we're at the hospital it seemed like everything was chill everyone was fine i mean they definitely aren't wearing the protective masks that they should they're just kind of like those little i don't even know how to explain it but they're really thin they're just like almost like a tissue with just strings which i don't know what that would cover but Anyways, um, that's really all I observed. Um, There was people who definitely had COVID in the hospital. But other than that, it it seemed fairly normal. Because I've been to the ER a handful of times, whether it was for me or for Angel or, you know, any of my family. So it seemed kind of normal. So I think it's a good thing that, you know we're kind of sheltering right now to not inundate the system but also at the same time i think more people are coming in with bigger problems because of that fear so there was oh my gosh there was this guy like right next to us and he had gangrene and he literally like three years ago had his left leg amputated and he came in for his right foot and there was like three toes that were black and I was like whoa and I overheard the other nurses like yeah there's a lot of people coming in with like just big medical problems right now 
and I was just listening to this man's story. Like, he's diabetic, he's had two strokes, um, like I said, he got his left leg amputated for gangrene, and then he, like, stubbed his toe, I guess it's because you can't feel it when you're diabetic, so he didn't see it, but his, like, nail ripped off, and I guess it was red, and he went straight to, the thing that's crazy, hold on, the thing that's crazy is that this man, he was telling the nurse the story, and this man went into the ER a week ago and they gave him these antibiotics and they must have known that this man had already had gangrene and is like clearly susceptible to getting it and they just let him go home and then literally a week later he comes into the hospital and now they have to amputate his toes like why didn't they why wasn't there something they could have done a week ago so this poor old man with already lost leg could like keep his toes I don't know I was like I guess I guess when you, you're in the hospital and I think that's one thing I, I definitely pulled from this experience when you're freaking out and all these things and definitely they're grant like t- you know having a seizure is a, a big big deal but it really puts in perspective how to see like other people what they're coming in for because you know, to have two strokes, and he literally, like, took the bus from Oregon to LAX, and then they, like, closed the LAX airport for international flights, so then he was, like, at a Motel 6 by himself for, like, 13 days, and then, you know, gets gangrene on his toes, and now he's, like, by himself all the way from, like, in California from Oregon, I'm like, whoa, You know, it just puts it in perspective. And then to see other people, like, that actually have COVID, um, yeah, it was just crazy. And um, I think real quick what I did want to share is I started to, like, Google what the common cold is, like, versus the flu. Because I was so confused why he didn't have the flu or strep throat or any of that, but he did, you know clearly have a runny nose so I looked online and this is like from the CDC but it says that a cold is very different from a flu a cold is a very gradual onset whereas the fear uh sorry not the fear the flu is very abrupt like you know when they say it hit me like a truck like it just hits you and you just feel like horrible I guess the flu is like you're still a little functioning um and then it says that for the fever that the cold you don't really get the fever it's really rare and for the flu you do get a fever for aches for the cold you don't really get them but for the flu you do definitely chills are very uncommon for a cold and flu is very common Um, for fatigue and weakness you could sometimes get it with the cold For the flu, you definitely get fatigue and weakness. And for the cold, you get a lot of sneezing. Same thing with the flu. For chest discomfort and cough, um, you could get it with the cold. Really, it's like if you're coughing up um, phlegm. But for the flu, you definitely can. Stuffy nose is common for both. Sore throat's common for both. Headaches you rarely get with the cold. 
and with the flu you do. So there definitely is differences between the common cold and the flu. And then I was wondering, I was like, why is there not a common cold vaccine, just a flu vaccine? But maybe because it's the flu can give you more respiratory problems, like can, can lead to bronchitis or pneumonia, whereas the colds don't really get you hospitalized like that. So, yeah, I guess that's really it for the little life update. It kind of was a long life update, but that's where we're at right now. Um, I had a different intention in mind for this week, but I always want to, like, no matter what I plan, I always want to give what is really happening because that's really how life is. You know, you plan it, you can plan as far ahead as you want, but that's not life, you know, sometimes says, no, that's really not the plan. We're actually going to do this this week or this today or this right now. So that's why I wanted to share how we're doing and hopefully you, everyone's doing good. Um, you know, just keep eating well, keep exercising, just relax. I think stress is the number one thing, you know, when we start to worry, then worrying about getting sick and then we get sick or worrying about, you know, financial, how we're going to pay bills and all these things. But I guess this week really tested me about faith. And I really never believed a lot in faith. I just thought life happens and you really can't control it. But when Angel and I found out that we were having our son, I really, that was my first real moment of faith. Like, I'm just going to have this trust that we're going to be ready and then we're going to be great parents and, you know, everything's going to work out. And, you know, I just had this faith, like everything is, is happening and I just believe in it, you know? And, um, this last week my faith was tested. And so it's the first time I've ever had my faith tested and I failed. I want to be real with you. Like I totally failed. I, you know, I, I talk about, oh, abundance and, you know, all my needs are met all the time and, you know, just not even positive thinking, but just um, having that trust and faith, right, in life, you know. But this week with getting this cold and, you know, with, you know, with all these like financial things, I was just, do people going to pay rent? you know, we have to pay the mortgage, what about the bills, what about, you know, everything, and then I was like, I'm so healthy, and I, and I always, you know, take care of my health, and I always try to eat really well, and sleep well, and have consistent diet, and exercise, you know, and how am I getting the cold, and then you know, I take such good care. We both take good care of of our son. And then he gets the cold and he hasn't had, he's never gotten sick before. So I was like, no, I started to have like these crazy, crazy doubts. And I was like having this very cynical look on life, like maybe none of it's real. And maybe there is no 
no control and life just picks on whoever at any point and you know I just started to go down this really bad little rabbit hole and then I'm gonna be real like I started to question everything in life like is what I'm doing what I need to be doing you know I even questioned Angel and I relationship like I just started to question everything and honestly I hated it I was like really like I'm gonna be talking all of this about you know all my needs are met all the time and then literally this little thing is gonna this common cold is gonna like knock me off kilter like with with a one foul swoop one little push I was like how weak am I and and I was just I hated myself for it I really did and I know I talk about like not condemning you or or having that negative self-talk but I really hated myself for it because I was like I believe in more but at that moment I was kind of angry I was angry I was like how could I do everything right and everything go wrong and once you say that line you start paying attention to everything that's not going good And once you start going down that tangent, you're bringing all this negative energy to you, to your mind. And then you just keep going, 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 going. When all I needed to say is, thank you for this balance. Thank you for this challenge in our immunity. You know, we welcome more good than we can ever imagine. I'm really, you know, hoping and praying for everyone out there that they're they're in good health. And I know that we're going to get through this and thank you. Thank you for everything else that our needs are met, that we still have food, you know, that we have our car, you know, if we need to go anywhere. Thank you for, you know, everything. And just and I could have gone such a different way. But I was so angry at life or whoever, the universe. Like, how could you? I had that mindset. And I was like, I'm I'm so weak. I crumbled. And then I slept it off. I went to bed and I was like, I hate that. I hate it. Like, I want to go back. I want to go back to just having all my needs met and, you know, just being super humble and just being healthy and, and, and enjoying life. So then the next morning, you know, it was a little bit better. I realized that my faith, that's what was I was really questioning and then that was yesterday so then you know last night this morning when our son woke up with the seizure it like gave me even a harder one and then by the time we got home I was like you know I'm never gonna question again I'm just gonna have faith and I'm gonna follow what I preach and and stay committed to it even in the worst of times I think that's why I'd never gotten it um, to question my faith because I hadn't been pushed so far when I had this new faith. Like, what am I trying to say? So it's just recent, really recent. I've always been a very spiritual person, but it's very recent that I started to use affirmations and to consistently meditate. um, And it feels a lot different. And so... With this new power, because it really is a power, I hadn't been knocked down yet with that power. And, you know, this week it it knocked me down. It was my test. And I failed because I just let it knock me down. 
I was like, oh, let me just go back to my old ways and be cynical, negative, you know? But I guess it was my learning point and my humble check because they're going to keep coming. Like, you, you think, okay, cool. This is my humble check. And that's it. But it's not. Like, <laughs> you get one humble check and then you get more. You keep getting humility like that's just the way life is and i guess the difference between someone who can take their humility checks and someone who can't is someone who can't it never learns from their lessons they never grow they never evolve they never like level up in a way to become a bigger and better person they just keep not learning their lessons like do you know anyone in your life who you just see it you plainly see it clearly they don't but you just see them taking all of these hits and they're so miserable in life and they're so cynical and they're so negative. And as you, as a third person outside unbiased, you're like, they just need to learn their lesson, but they're just, they don't. And that's really what these humility checks are. It's like the quicker that you can admit that you were letting your ego get the best of you or that you were not as grateful as you could have been, then you learn. You learn from life. You learn from the mistakes. You learn from the the fears and you learn from the tragedies, you know? And I guess that's where faith comes in because you're not just having faith when things are going great. You're having faith when things are going really, 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 really bad because that's really when it matters. Like, Yeah, you want to keep living in that high vibration, that high frequency, that positivity, right? That light and that love and the truth. But when faith really, really matters is when nothing is going your way, when everything is uncertain, when you're full of fear and you're full of doubt and you're full of worry and you decide, you decide because it is a choice that, okay, Things aren't going my way. Okay. I'm not gonna let it make me cynical. I'm not going to let it affect my relationships. I'm not going to be in a bad mood from this. If anything, I'm gonna ask for even more patience and more forgiveness and more love and more insights to a new lesson that I can learn here. And this past week, I learned a really big lesson from having faith, to not lose faith, because it can really be detrimental to your growth. It can really hinder your evolution as a person. So that's really all I wanted to kind of just like drop in and share with all of you. I really, really hope that all of you are doing super good. And even if you're not, if you, even if you're still scared, even if you're having a little anxiety, even if you're a little sick, like you're going to get through it. And who knows when we'll get back to normal. And by normal, it's kind of like this weird, I don't even know if we can call it normal, but you know, things will be different. Things will change. So you know, just have a little bit of faith. And if you have moments where you're tested and you're struggling and you feel like you're crumbling, just reach out, you know. 
I always say it every podcast, but I really mean it, you know? I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you, for sure, no doubt. So, with that being said, I love you, and light and love, namaste. Have yourself a beautiful, bright day. Thank you.